0: We're so excited today to be back talking with another one of our hall stars today. We are talking with Hunter King, star of Royal Corgi Christmas and Hunter, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. We're so excited because you've just like burst onto the Hallmark scene this year. It's so fun. (laughs) I love it so much. This is amazing. It's my third Hallmark
1: film and I'm having a blast. I love working for Hallmark
0: yeah we love having you. so we like to our for new guests, we like to learn a little bit about you and tell so tell us a little bit about how you got started in acting and uh kind of what inspired you to go down that path,
1: oh my gosh. okay. Well, I started when I was six years old, so wow, it's been a minute uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since i' since I started, but I honestly can't say that I've known anything else. I've just ever since I was a little kid, this is always something that I've dreamed of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, It's literally been my
0: passion for. So were you in like LA area or Vancouver area or or yeah, LA? I grew up like right around LA,
1: Uh like the suburbs of LA. My mom basically every single day after school would take us to auditions. Bless my mom. I don't know how she did it with the traffic because we didn't live right in LA. Uh So she'd have to commute with the rush hour traffic coming home every single day. I Uh truly don't know how she stayed sane so I owe it all to my mom.
0: Is she in the business? Is that how she got kind of the oh. idea or how did that start?
1: So it all started with my older sister. My older yeah. sister was just so bubbly and outgoing and just the cutest thing with the curly, curliest hair. And everyone would tell my mom, like, you got to put her into acting. She was just so outgoing. And I was so incredibly shy and I wanted nothing to do with it. Um, but I watched my older sister do it. And then one day I just told my mom that I really wanted to do it. My mom's like, are you sure you are so shy that you hide behind my legs at the grocery store so that people can't see you? Uh, but I really wanted to do it. And then as soon as I started doing it, I fell in love with it, but I just wanted to do everything that my big sister did.
0: Mm. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. I've talked to a ton of actors and you think that they would be super extroverted profession because it's a uh, but you think they'd be super extroverted by their profession mm-hmm. because yeah, but in my experience actually a lot of actors are really shy is it so weird yeah it's interesting
1: yeah it's like the strangest thing when i my sister worked with steve carell and i guess from watching the office especially i assumed that he would be extremely extroverted but he was yeah really introverted and kind of shy yeah it made me feel better i was like oh my gosh am i the only person that's like you know <laughs> kind of shy and I'm really awkward I feel like when I meet new people Mm -hmm. and we were just talking earlier about how you know if I'm in like a group of people and they're like hi say your name and what you like to do even if there's like five people in a room or you know when you're in like high school and they're like say your name my heart would beat so fast And even now just thinking about it, like my palms are sweaty I get so nervous even still to this day it's like not the same thing as being on set and it freaks me out
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's more uh... Isolated. I don't know. It's just a different experience. I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and you can just when for me, like the few times that I have like had to audition one on one with with people, I was way more nervous than actually being on the stage. Again, I have very limited experience, but the few times I have, I was way more nervous one on one versus versus. I don't know. It's it's like on the stage, you could just make everybody kind of go away. Yeah. And, I know what you mean. Just
1: have, yeah. It's more so, like a personal experience when yeah. I'm on. Yeah. Rather than like a big group of people. I don't know why. It just feels a little bit different. But then if mm. you put me like like public speaking, yeah. that's really nervous. I think it's like when it's my own voice. I don't know if you feel the same, but like when it's my own words, that's really terrifying. Rather than if someone wrote something for me, it's not yeah. a story.
0: I don't know why. My brain is all. It's true. I can see that because <laughs> you can kind of get lost in a character as opposed yeah. to, I've got to, you know, say these words. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like what if I mess
0: up? I'm to what inspire if I mess- people. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. I don't know how to inspire people. If someone else <laughs> writes it for me, then I know how to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you were on life in pieces. So that was as a child actor, right? Um, 13? no, I went
1: on to that. Yeah. Like, kind of, well, uh, like a young adult,
0: okay 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 yeah so that must have been a, f- a fun show to work on that one was a really fun show to great work cast on. You
1: know, really good cast it was yeah. so much fun that was really my first experience with comedy and mm-hmm. uh, it was so much fun everybody on the show was so talented so I feel like I learned a lot just from watching as a yeah. fan of the show being on the show and it was so much fun just watching everybody improv and I would just sit there like oh my god this is my job but I just was like like just sitting there watching these improv extraordinaires like holy crap like this is I get to do this for a living this is amazing so mm-hmm. it was a really cool opportunity
0: yeah that that would be really neat yeah. uh so you said on imdb that you were cheerleader slash advanced gymnastics yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that's got to be a story there
1: you know, sometimes you have things and you're like, I am the beats like in case, you know, for a role, like, you know, that like for certain skills, you're like, you kind of hope that certain people like don't ever see that. It's like, but yes, I did do gymnastics growing up for a very long time. Uh-huh. Um, for a long time, I did gymnastics. And then throughout high school, I uh, graduated early, um, but I did do cheerleading.
0: Uh-huh
1: in high school did I so
0: what's your like what was your like specialty (laughs) in 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 gymnastics what was your best event Uh, Floor, floor
1: but I didn't ever compete because we were again we were doing acting growing up and Mm -hmm. my mom driving us to audition so we could never really join a team and compete with gymnastics it wouldn't be fair to whatever kind of team we were on so we just obviously did it for fun but I enjoyed floor I was terrified of like the beam and the bar so (laughs) I would be right i don't know how yeah. people do that how do they no idea
0: yeah i mean it's just one of those sports where you're like how do you how do you become a professional at, at that sport without dying like
2: how do, you, I don't know
1: how. how do you one day just say i'm gonna attempt to do a flip on a beam like how do you yeah. want to just go? i'm gonna just go for it i'm like i'm just never gonna i don't know i'm just not gonna do it
0: it's yeah. like it's like the luge or whatever like i always think about that at winter olympics i'm like how do you how do you train for that without dying?
1: Right? Like what? How did you can't you have, like kind like, of do, do it? <laughs> yeah, you can't just like
0: ease into it. You just gotta do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I'm really not that brave, so I stuck to like <laughs> these other things. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, so you were on Young and the Restless, and yeah. uh, I don't know how old were you when you did that.
1: Uh, when I started, that I was eighteen
0: okay so did you have any like fun dishy soap plots oh my gosh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was your like dishiest most memorable
1: the most memorable um
0: did okay. you have any evil twins or you know i don't know just something fun <laughs> like that
1: any evil <laughs> twins um well my aunt slept with my husband uh so that was a fun one yeah and then my one of my hu- one of my husbands, um, <laughs> was um killed and then um stuffed into an armoire. I think it was. Oh, and we discovered his body. Grizzly. The cabin. <laughs> so yeah, there's been <laughs> there's been a couple of uh of crazy. Oh, and then my dad wasn't my dad. There was a whole paternity thing. Yes. Yeah. There has been some fun soapy. That's soapy
0: good. Mm-hmm. Yeah well i mean that's such a grind doing the soaps as far as just so much content that they put out i i just admire anybody who uh, who works in that in those shows and uh, that must have been quite a learning experience
1: yeah it really is i feel like it's like the best training tool imaginable i mean the amount of dialogue that you have to learn in a day cuz you have you know, the amount of days that you film and you have, you know, Tuesday stuff. And then immediately after you have to learn Wednesday stuff. And so I think the most stuff I had in a day was like, ugh, I'm trying to, imagine. I think it was like 50 pages of dialogue in one day.
2: Cause then wow. if you
1: get sick, then you have to like move certain days or if you get sick. And so there's always something that could happen. So I think I got sick one day and then somebody else and everything kind of piled onto one day and it was like 50 pages of dialogue. And then like the following day, it was like 32 pages of dialogue. And there's no way you can learn the next day's dialogue on top of today's dialogue. So you have to like, wait to learn the next day's dialogue. So it is really the best training tool
0: Yeah,
1: ever. Yeah. So wow. yeah, it's, it's
0: hard stuff. It's a grind for sure. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast, it's the good folks at Baker Publishing Group. Looking for the perfect gift for the romantic book lover in your life? These contemporary romance novels will woo their way into your hearts. First, we have Twin a Prince by Tony Shiloh. Fashion aficionado Iris Blakely dreams of using her talent to start a business to help citizens in impoverished areas. But when she discovers that Econ Dilo will be her business consultant, the battle between her desires and reality begins. Can she keep her heart and business intact despite the challenges she faces? Have to read to find out. Next up, All That It Takes by Nicole Deese. After moving cross country with her son and accepting a filmmaker's mentorship, Val Locklear is caught between her insecurities and new possibilities. Miles McKenzie returns home to find a new tenant is living upstairs and he's been banished to a ministry on life support. As sparks fly, they discover that authentic love and sacrifice must go hand in hand. Pretty Little Spaces by Carmen Schober is sure to please. Georgina Havoc's dream of a happily ever after falls apart when her boyfriend blindsides her with a pause. She is determined to pick up the pieces of her previously perfect life, but with the reappearance of her troubled twin sister, plus the presence of a ruggedly handsome ex-sniper, she's left facing not only her shattered future, but also her past. Looking for Leroy by Melody Carlson, Brianna Phillips is ready to give up on love, but when her fellow teacher invites her on a trip through Sonoma wine country, she's reminded of her first crush whose family owned a vineyard there. Is there any chance she can find him and one last chance for a love? Next up, The Sweet Life by Suzanne Woods Fisher, jilted by her fiance, Dawn Dixon, escapes to beautiful Cape Cod on a groomless honeymoon with her mother, but she didn't expect her mom to risk everything on a whim to move there permanently and buy a rundown ice cream shop in need of repair. Of course, in order to make their new life work, they'll also need her ex's help. Finally, The Last Way Home by Liz Johnson, a disgraced former NHL player and a local artist are thrown together when her pottery studio burns to the ground on the day he returns to Prince Edward Island. But as they work together to rebuild, their secrets will come out, putting even their hearts on the line. So head over to bakerbookhouse.com featured slash to pick up one of these great books and use code home 40 for 40% off these titles from November 14th december 12th that's bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash hallmarkies and use code hallmarkies 40 for 40 percent off but then you had this summer your first movie for hallmark hidden gems mm-hmm. and how did that all happen how did you get involved in that project and and uh yeah how did did, did they come to you with it or what what happened
1: yeah i mean i don't know how i Truly, I don't know how I got so lucky. Uh, Hallmark approached me and asked me if I wanted to work with them. And I, again, I don't know how I got so lucky to work on a project like Hidden Gems. I remember showing up in Hawaii and I was on my way to wardrobe fitting and I took the wrong exit. And it's like kind of weaving through the mountains and you couldn't take the wrong exit without having to get back on. And you were like, there was no exit further, like after nine miles. Uh, so I didn't get back on the exit. And I was like, I'm going to be late. I have to call them. And I was like stressed out, worrying that I was going to be late. But I had no, like, I couldn't help but laugh. because so I was like, I am lost in Hawaii, the most gorgeous place like ever. And I was like, I can't believe this is my job. I'm like, <laughs> lost in Hawaii yeah. for my job. Like this is just insane. And just feeling like this immense amount of like, like so grateful and thankful that this gets to be my job. Like I get yeah. to travel to like all these cool places and work with so many talented, kind people that I get to now call some of my best friends. It's just such a cool opportunity.
0: Yeah, it really, I mean, a pretty good gig that working in Hawaii, were you on Hawaii. the North shore? Wahoo?
1: Um, so I went up to the North shore almost every weekend just for fun yeah. <laughs> but no we got to film at one of the hotels it was kind of like on its own so we weren't in Waikiki we were kind of like um like eat northeast like kind of like northeast of that a little bit
0: um, okay like, check, like, the map in my yeah head. yeah so sort of. um, I know what you're yeah. talking about so uh just it would have been I think, north, just... I think northeast of Waikiki oh, yeah so sort of down from Honolulu
1: Yeah. Or, up. I don't know. I guess it's like, depends on the way If like North is here. Oh yeah. Northeast. It's like this way. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm doing this the right way, but it was like kind of like on its own little beach that we were filming at for the most part. Well, we filmed all over the Island. Uh It was, it was amazing.
0: It's my favorite place in the whole world. Hawaii. Yeah. Oahu North shore. Oh, Oh. did you get any shaved ice? ah!
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, I love
0: shaved ice.
1: It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I also discovered the best bagel place in the world. Oh yeah? In the North in Shore. I, and on I, North Shore. I know. And I am a bagel connoisseur, and I thought the best <laughs> bagels are in New York. No, no, no. I'm here to tell you that they are in the North Shore in Hawaii. <laughs> and the, I
0: don't know if you got to try the shrimp trucks. Those oh, are so good. The
1: <laughs> yes, I went back to the North Shore every single weekend when I was in Hawaii. <laughs> so for the shaved ice, the bagels, yeah. and the shrimp, uh, and the views
0: too, of course. But mostly for the food. Man. If they do hidden gems too, let me. I'll, I'll go. Along. I can be oh. your assistant.
1: You are coming. <laughs> yes. We are going on a food
0: tour yes. of the North Shore. <laughs> All right, good, good, uh, but yeah, no, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was cute. It was one of uh, my favorites. Uh, I'm Aww. not just saying that because I'm in it was one of my favorites of of uh, summer nights. Oh, uh, thank you. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, you know kind of a fun story, and I thought you had nice chemistry uh, with your co star and. And so, yeah, I mean, I, the, the only side of me was like, why on earth are you wearing that ring in the ocean? Like, what are you,
1: what are you doing? Come on, come on.
0: Uh, right? I realized there'd be no movie then, but.
1: It just like... <laughs> I, it was honestly such a fun movie to make. It was also jumping into the ocean from the boat. That was so much fun. I yeah. begged people to let me do that. They were going to use stunt double and I begged and I pleaded and they let me do it. Oh, that that's was cool. really fun. It was it was such a fun movie to make and everyone was so, so kind. And that director, um, McLean, uh, he was amazing and so, so sweet to work with. And then his wife, Claire, who I met in Hawaii, she's also amazing. I got to work with her on the Royal Corgi Christmas. She directed oh, that movie.
0: Huh. Yeah. I forgot that they, uh, they did that McLean did hidden gems.
1: Yeah. they a little directing duo. It's, yeah. In Power game. couple. Right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do every single movie with the two of them now. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I noticed that you have done some uh some voice acting and mm-hmm. a little bit. I'm a big fan of animation. Yeah. So I uh, I had to ask you about that. So is that something you want to do more of that you um yeah, love to
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to. It's it's a definitely a hard thing to break into, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. It's something that I would love to do more of for sure. It's something that I've always been interested in. I've always one of those people that like randomly break out into like weird voices for no apparent reason. My dog has her own voice that I've given her depending <laughs> on what mood she's in, what time yeah. of day. she has a couple of her own voices.
0: Um, so yes, yeah, so that would definitely be something that I would like to pursue more of yeah well so let's talk about nikki and nora yeah. so we've had rihanna on a couple times we love her she's the uh, best isn't she Yes, yeah, so fun and i think i i bought you two as sisters i thought that that worked and yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> everybody everybody that we encountered when we filmed that movie we're like do you do you think that we look like sisters <laughs> We do, right? yeah uh,
0: yeah and I I think the, the series has a lot of potential have you heard anything at all about it or are they allowed don't. to tell us we'll see okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah that. I, I mean see. I was I have to to be real I was annoyed about the the twist the ending wow. with Madison because I wow. like him I'm such a fan of his and I was just like what
1: Hey, you gotta say you didn't expect it. Yeah, right?
0: that, that's true. I didn't expect it. Especially after they had a kiss. Like that never happens in these movies. And I was like, right? what happened? What did, did Madison get like some other role and needed a change <laughs> Like needed a way out or something? It Tom just felt did. like what You're wrenching <laughs> it. They're like surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Uh-huh. But other than that, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a a cute mystery. And we haven't gotten that many mysteries. You know, this year we only had like five, so.
1: It was so much fun to film that movie. And Rhiannon is one of my best friends. I feel like I met the other half of my soul in Rhiannon. And yeah,
0: meeting her changed my life you could feel that you could feel the friendship uh, and uh so i think you should do
1: surprised if like we found out that we were related somehow like i wouldn't
0: be (laughs) yeah maybe there's a detective uh dossier somewhere out there but uh, (laughs) um yeah i mean it'd be fun if you got to do a rom-com together (sighs) like a uh like some kind of i mean they already did the sister swaps uh with ashley and um kimberly but i don't know just something two sisters both finding love we could make it work we can make it work hallmark you know what they could do is they could do a like much ado about nothing um i'm not much about um, taming of the shrew like a um uh, take on a christmas movie uh where you have like the two sisters the one's kind of grumpy and the one really wants to fall Mm -hmm. in love but you know
1: like we could do that I think we should write a little email to (laughs) Homer. We
0: have an idea. Yeah, yeah. We'll write the treatment. It'll be great. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because ten things I had about you is so popular, and that's the same story. Yeah. But you'd have a Christmas version of it.
1: Let's call Rhiannon after this.
0: Yeah, which I I feel like Rhiannon would have to be Bianca, and you would be the cat character. We'll call her. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Good. That'll be good. (laughs)
2: As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers.
0: So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it.
2: Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more.
0: That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Anyway, so we have this uh, Royal Corgi Christmas. Yes. And uh, it looks real cute. I mean, those puppies, you can't go wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the movie
1: oh my gosh it was so much fun to make i mean i was surrounded by puppies literally every single day i got to work with Bon, bon who plays mistletoe and then there was days where there was literal little baby corgis on set i don't know if you've ever seen a little baby corgi puppy the cutest thing ever luckily my dog is in the other room so she's not hearing me right now <laughs> say that she would yeah. be betrayed. um it was so much fun to make I've never been to Ireland before. That was on my bucket list forever. Ireland is stunning. We got to work in literal castles. Like actual castles, not one, but like I think four? I don't oh, know, I okay. lost count after like two. I was just like <laughs> gobsmacked.
0: <laughs> I was going to ask you about that about where the castle was. So there's multiple
1: M- multiple castles. <laughs> multiple like castles. real life castles. Insane. It was mm-hmm an amazing experience and the cast was just all so sweet and so kind they couldn't have been more welcoming um just so amazing to work with and then claire i love working with claire our director it was so amazing to have a female director um you know we need more of those and i'm so happy that hallmark you know gave claire um this job and it was so amazing getting to work with her she is such a fearless leader And just every question I had, she was right there, ready to answer. And it just felt like such a collaborative experience. You know, Mm -hmm. there were so many times that she was like, what do you think Cecily would do in this instance? And just so many times that she was like, okay, let's decide what, how to make this bit funny. So just, it was so amazing getting to work with her.
0: So what was the kind of timeline for your involvement in this movie? They, did they uh they could give you a call your agent say hey we want uh we want hunter to be in this movie and then how much time did you have to kind of get ready was one of those ones that you were right on on a plane right away or did you have a little bit of time
1: um i feel like they're all pretty pretty similar i feel like it usually is like about two to three if i'm not mistaken i feel like it's like three weeks ahead of time okay i'm mistaken before you leave about three weeks ahead of time. And then you go.
0: Yeah. So were you pretty stoked? The fact that you're gonna to get to play like basically in a, a Cinderella type story.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, Princess. when I heard it was dog trainer, I was like stoked. I'm in. And then you're yeah. like, okay. And then you get to work in castles. I'm like, well, what? And then they're like, well, and then there's a scene about you know, wearing this ball gown. I'm like, I'm in, say no more. <laughs> and then you read the script and you're like, it gets better and better and better. And it's like you know, just yeah, six-year-old hunter's fantasy.
0: <laughs> Would yeah. you say that you're a rom-com fan in general? Yeah, just personally in your own movie-going yes. viewing.
1: That's pretty much all I watch. Yeah, <laughs> well, that and like reality TV. But yes, <laughs> right.
0: Oh, what's your what's your um your guilty pleasure reality TV?
1: Oh, Love is Blind. I just missed okay. that and Love Island. uh so
0: bad so
1: trashy but
0: it's so good yeah yeah do you watch any reality tv well hey i don't have time to watch much aside from from uh what i have to cover on my from as a film critic and a and a but i i have been known to watch sister wives on tlc (laughs) i guess that's my guilty pleasure (laughs)
1: Okay, I will put that up there. I mean, it's a hot
0: mess, but an entertaining hot mess. Ninety Day Fiance, I've watched that.
1: Ninety Day Fiance is Chef's Kiss, (laughs) so good. Also, so good.
0: (laughs) So so I guess those are mine. I mean, I'm a huge Survivor fan. Um, Love
1: Survivor. No,
0: but I don't really consider that trashy. It's really interesting, actually. Oh, Survivor is gold. Yeah. It's so interesting to see like what goes into making p- the decisions and how people like ally with each other. And, wow. and, uh, it just not I mean, they've had o- over 40 seasons and every season has been different. Like, huh. like the strategy. strategy is different yeah. every time. So that makes it so right. interesting.
1: So good. And I also just watched, um, the mole and how they like, brought oh, yeah. it and the gameplay strategy on that kind of reminds me of survivor. mm mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think so. it has all the same sort of production people. Does it but surprise me? Was it good?
1: It was really good, and now I'm going back and watching with my boyfriend. We're watching like all the celebrity mole episodes. Yeah, so good.
0: Uh, so good. man, you gotta watch it. Ah, uh, yeah, so yeah. I Remind mean, me and like- I, big Thank brother you. is more, I would say big brother is probably the trashier of the reality television of those kinds of shows, mm-hmm. but, uh, it, but it's such a time commitment that it's harder for me to
1: so much. It's for, like love Island,
0: like multiple times a week. I'm like, I don't have time for that.
1: Yeah. I don't know where I find the time, but <laughs> I find the time. Apparently I take it away from sleep.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I used to watch the stars all the time, but oh. once I started on this podcast, I'm like, I don't have time for that. So I cut it out
1: you, you got to find the ones to cut out yeah. priorities <laughs> <laughs> apparently sister wives is up there though
0: yes yeah. yeah,
1: <laughs> that's okay i don't judge you maybe yeah, you don't. I, okay. uh,
0: although it's gotten way less fun because now they're all like unhappy and miserable and and it used to be kind of just what a disaster big, but like a fun family. sweet disaster and now it's like just a disaster so not as good.
1: Happy, sweet disaster.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so it, yes, what was it like working with the dogs? Obviously, they're adorable, but actually, like being in a scene with them, was that hard?
1: <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it was difficult yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like working with a baby for sure. A little bit, like you know, yeah. they don't always sit when you want them to sit. They don't always do the things that you want them to do when you want them to do them. But I mean, neither does my dog. Does it take away how much I love her? No. Yeah. Does it take away from how cute she is? No. Yeah. So you know, and it kind of makes it more fun. It's like you're kind of improving and it adds to the fun of the scene. And there was some scenes where uh Jordan, who plays the prince, where and I'm hoping that they kept them in there, where they're like, okay, you guys just go and play a fetch with him, um, <laughs> down the hill and like run around and we're supposed to play fetch and mistletoe or bonbon wouldn't play fetch and so we're trying to play fetch and run around and and jordan winds up slipping and falling and it was just the funniest thing and there's certain moments that we wouldn't have caught if you know if bonbon would have done exactly what we wanted him to do and those are like those hidden gem moments where we're like "Oh, oh my gosh it's so funny and so perfect where like the whole crew was just dying laughing so you know, sometimes it works in your favor, but I mean, Bon Bon was a really good sport and you know, those are long, hard days too. It's a long time for a little puppy to be on set. So I don't blame him.
0: Yeah. But he was a good sport. He was good. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So you mentioned Jordan, your co-star Jordan Renzo. So when you get assigned a co-star in a romantic comedy like this, is there anything that you do to try to kind of build that chemistry and that rapport with them?
1: Um, I mean, it kind of just happened supernaturally. I found a lot of the time, if you don't force it, you know, you Mm -hmm. kind of just get to know them like a friend, it feels like. And also Jordan and I got every single day on the way to set together in the car and he taught me everything I needed to know about the Royal family. (laughs) So that's good. The Royal family. Some stuff I did not know. I thought I knew some things, did not know. Um, so I got that. Although Jordan and I mostly napped on the way to work in the morning, so it's very, very early pickup times. So we usually chat on the way back from work. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's just super natural. If you just get to know each other's friends, I feel like it just kind of comes mm-hmm. really easily.
0: Did you get to tour and do any tour scene, uh when you were there in Ireland?
1: Yeah, on the weekends, I got to do yeah. a, bit of, a bit of touring. My boyfriend was able to come with me and we got to go to the Cliffs of Mower, which was everything I hoped it would be everyone kept telling us like it's going to get sucked in you know there's going to be clouds and rain and fog and somehow we got there like right before sunset and it was just perfectly clear and picturesque and amazing Mm -hmm.
0: that would be so cool I would love to see that
1: you have to (laughs) ever get the chance
0: Well, now you just have to make a movie in Italy because we've been joking that this year in Hallmark, uh, everybody falls in love in either Ireland or Italy. I I mean, (laughs) not Hawaii. um, Ireland, Italy, Hawaii.
1: I think that's a must. You know, again, if Hallmark, if you're listening, I really think that that would just add a
0: lot of value. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Italy. We could do the Taming of the Shrew movie in Italy, where it's originally set in the play. In Italy. Two sisters. I don't know why they would be in Italy, but we figured out a reason. That, that's hearsay. Yeah, yeah, It doesn't matter. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. It's brilliant. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarky's merch store.
2: Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life?
0: What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party?
2: Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store
0: or see the link in the description.
2: That's tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies.
0: So you have this beautiful blue ball gown in yeah. uh, in the movie. so what was that all like, kind of getting it uh, fitted and getting it made and wearing it and everything, all that?
1: um, well, I have tried about twenty or more ball gowns uh-huh. um, to have the network approve one of them. and you know, I am like your typical girl. Like, I mean, in some ways, in some ways not. I also wanted to be a race car driver growing up. Oh, okay. Part of my childhood, part of it. And a football <laughs> player for part of my childhood. Again, part of it, but I also did love playing dress up and jumped about like a big wedding and all that kind of stuff. So it was again, six-year-old Hunter just dream trying on all these ball gowns. I like didn't want to get out of some of them. I was like spinning around like, oh my God, take a picture, take a picture to the wardrobe girls. Like, okay, let's get this moving. We need to try on 15 more. So it was
0: really fun. It was like playing dress up. Yeah, that, I think it would be fun. I'm surprised they went with the blue. It's a Christmas I movie.
1: I know, I was like, well, are we going to do like yellow, like bell or red? But no, they were really, they said blue is Cecily's color.
0: And they it's said blue color. is the sexiest color? No, <laughs> <laughs> i was like <laughs> you're like hallmark
1: is racy
0: <laughs> i was like i've never heard that one before <laughs> blue is the sexiest color blue is cecily's color apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> but, but i mean usually they go with color. they usually go with red or green uh for christmas or christmas maybe- maybe, or like some kind of metallic so the veteran one with like cobalt blue was like oh okay
1: I think maybe because like the, like the prince's uniform, like it has red, maybe just would have like been too much Oh yeah, stuff in like the ballroom. So I think maybe just like to make it pop more. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm guessing. Maybe they
0: did think it was the sexiest color.
1: Maybe, maybe (laughs) Maybe. I'm just pulling all this stuff like out of here completely, I guess. Yeah
0: well it sounds like a really cute movie uh we'll look forward to seeing
1: it <laughs> oh thank you i'm yeah. very excited for everyone to see it i hope everyone likes it bond blonde who plays mistletoe he is adorable everyone's gonna fall in love with him everyone's gonna want a corgi so yeah uh,
0: yeah well i mean we all after what happened with the the queen the queen's corgis
1: i know oh. i know and it was like right when we were filming and i was like oh my god seeing bond bon, i was like oh come
0: here give me a hug. <laughs> uh, all right so we have some fun silly questions for you for holiday questions right. so the first one is what is your favorite holiday drink
1: oh my favorite holiday drink is is i don't know in my head i want to say like a like a spiked hot cocoa but oh, i don't okay. know if i had one <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but in my head, I'm gonna say that.
0: I think you should make that a happen.
1: This I'm make it
0: happen. Okay. I'm gonna make the spiked hot cocoa. All right. Good. <laughs> um, what is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Oh,
1: my favorite holiday cookie or treat is a cinnamon roll. My best friend oh. makes best, oh. best cinnamon rolls ever.
0: Yum. Sounds Fair good. Treat. All right. What is your favorite Christmas song or carol?
1: Oh my favorite christmas song all i can think of is all i want for christmas but yeah. I, but whenever i hear it and i feel like i feel like everyone's gonna get so mad at me when i say this i feel like it's like nails on a chalkboard like it's like plays, oh. I, it like pl- overplays and i'm like oh yeah my God, shut it off <laughs> so i like listening to like the ones that like don't have lyrics oh, it's just okay like, the, like like the instrumental. instrumental and you like put it on your TV and it has like the fake fireplace yes within, and it's just the instrumental version like no hate to Mariah Carey I love it <laughs> a little overplayed
0: like clearly she's the queen we we know that, but my mom actually would completely agree with you she did not like it she does not like that that Mariah Carey album uh, you know that I mean I would play it all the time and, and uh she she was like. Ugh. Who's with you. My mom agrees. I know.
1: I feel like everyone's going to hate me for that.
0: <laughs> All right. What is your favorite classic Christmas movie?
1: Oh, my favorite classic Christmas movie. That, I feel like I have so many, but the one that is coming to my head is
0: Elf. Mm, it's a fun one.
1: Yeah. it's It's a great one. And I'm going to go spirited. This weekend with the new Will ferrell and Ryan Reynolds Yes, movie.
0: it's so uh, good. I really it? enjoyed it. Yeah.
1: Oh, is it <laughs> as good as
0: they say it is? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, if you like Pascal Paul's songs like Greatest Showman, yeah, Dervin wow. Hansen, then you will, La La Lane, you will love you will love it. Yeah. Oh. If, if 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 it's people who are like, oh, I don't like those songs, then you won't like this show because it is has it has a, a lot of songs. It is okay. song heavy, okay. but the choreography is so much fun, and uh, of course, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds have great chemistry together. It gets a little like convoluted at certain points, but I had a great time with it. I gave it a very high score. So, oh, okay, yeah. um, I trust
1: your yeah. judgment. Okay, good. I think we you. have similar taste. Okay, okay I, yeah. so. I will. I will go with Elf though.
0: Well, let me. Let you'll have to tag us uh, when you see it. Your review. Okay, what I will. Think? Okay, so. Which do you like better, Scrooge or the Grinch? The Grinch. The Grinch. Okay, good.
1: The Grinch. Only because I
0: impersonate him a lot. Okay. <laughs> uh, which do you like better, clear lights or colored?
1: Clear light. That was apparently <laughs> a gut reaction. <laughs> Very
0: good, okay. Uh, we feel strongly about our lights in the Hallmark world, so... I understand what do you say um well i like colored lights outside clear lights inside on the tree that makes sense otherwise
1: it's a little much
0: yeah 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 all right <laughs> would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman
1: snowball fight way more fun
0: yeah okay uh you have to have a lot of snow to build a snowman
1: true get
0: real cold yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> uh, okay. Would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not?
1: I'm a fantastic gift wrapper. <laughs> 10 out of 10. I would read that. I'm not good at many things, but I'm good at that. Okay.
0: Good. <laughs> uh, last question. Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater?
1: Um, I, do. I just moved. I'm trying to think of where it is, but I do have one. And I've been talking about this and I am planning on getting my dog and I matching ugly sweaters. And I was told that on Etsy um, is where I can find them.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. Support small uh, creators. Uh, That's fun. Yeah. I, I have one that has a cat on it and and I feel like that's like the, the ultimate ugly sweater is is, is to have a cat. I don't know why. (laughs) there you go it is. it's good yeah. I like that so there you go you did it you answered all the questions <laughs> yay thank you so much <laughs> well we're looking forward to the new movie uh Royal Corky Christmas uh, it was going to be a lot of fun and thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us it was great
1: oh my gosh of course thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it
0: and and we'll definitely get on that a uh, tame of the shrew yes right away in Italy
1: yeah in Italy <laughs> And I'm going to watch 13 lives. We, we have so much
0: to do we have to write. Yeah, we, it's we busy. Very busy the next few days. Yeah. Well, do you have uh, social media you want to share?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, mostly just my Instagram. My Instagram is uh, Hunter King.
0: Great. We'll have that all in the description. So you can all check that out. And I okay. uh, hope you have a very Merry Christmas.
1: Thank you. You too. <laughs> all
0: right. Can I get a screenshot real quick for yeah. our Insta story? Uh, everybody just smile. There we go. Got it. Great. Uh, Oh, let me, I can can stop recording now. There we go. We'd like to thank Hunter for coming on the podcast. This was a really fun interview. I thoroughly enjoyed talking with her. So let us know what you think about all the things that we talked about in the comment section or on Twitter. And, uh, please follow me at Rachel's reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Also make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. I really, really, really appreciate that. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the Patreon group where you can participate in watch alongs and Q and A's and be part of the Facebook group. It's really fun and definitely worth your investment. And we sure appreciate it. And we also have the merch store. where We get lots of festive designs. And so please take a look at that. We really appreciate it. And uh, thanks so much, everybody. And thanks to Hunter. We'll talk to you later. Bye.